0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. Hello, Jill. Hi, Holly. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with the Village's Mardi Gras Festival, happening tomorrow on Fat Tuesday at Spanish Springs Town Square. New Orleans is not having any festivities this year because of COVID-19, but the Village's entertainment is going to host a much smaller, scaled-down version for our local residents. The festival will last from 4 to 9 p.m., and it's a free event, as are all the festivals held at the town squares. There will only be one entry and one exit point, so they could keep an eye on the number of people inside the square at one time. You'll find market vendors, food trucks, stilt walkers, music by the King Guys Red Beans and Rice Band, and entertainment by several villages' performance groups. If you go, dress up in purple, gold, and green, and bring your beads and your mask. You'll find plenty of hand-washing stations around the square, this event will benefit Operation Shoebox.
1: And Holly, another event happening this week at Spanish Springs is the monthly classic car In going on from 4 to 9 p.m. Saturday. This show benefits Shared Harvest Food Bank and it's open to everyone. Register your classic car. That means it does have to be at least 30 years old or older, you do the registration at the gazebo before the event, and then park it around the square so people can walk by and admire it. If you do not have a classic car, you can go and just enjoy looking at them. The show attracts an average of 200 cars each month. Musical entertainment will be provided by Empire at the gazebo and you'll find some food trucks at this event as well.
0: Jill and other entertainment news, the studio theater Tierra del Sol is about midway through the run of the first show of Season 5. It's 9 to 5 the musical, and evening and matinee performances are available on select dates through March 6 at the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center. This show is getting great reviews, and it's sure to provide a great night out. Plus, they're only selling 200 tickets for the 1,000-seat theater, so you'll be safely distanced from everyone else who attends. You can get tickets for this show at thevillagesentertainment.com or at any Villages box office location.
1: Holly, my mom went to see the musical last week and she said it was amazing. Anyways, a resident performance group is putting on another show this week. The Everglades Players of Southern Oaks will present four performances of The Dating Game at 330 6 30 and 8 p.m. Saturday at Eisenhower Regional Recreation Complex. They're calling it a date night comedy and say COVID-19 safety guidelines will include reduced audience capacity and mandatory masks. Tickets are $15 and will be available at the door.
0: And Jill, we know residents love to dance, and this week they can attend the monthly get-together of the Ballroom Blast Group, which is hosting its next social dance on Wednesday. It's open to anyone who wants to enjoy ballroom dancing to music by Mark Steven Schmidt, plus 50-50 chance drawings, door prizes, and mixers. Ballroom Blast meets from 6 to 8.50 p.m. the third Wednesday of every month, and dancers of all experience levels are welcome. The cost is $7 per person at the door.
1: And Holly, those who enjoy watching other people dance can help a good cause at the same time by attending the Dancing with Stars fundraiser at 6 p.m. Thursday at La Hacienda Regional Recreation Complex. This event raises money for scholarships for local students and includes four amateur dancing couples and four pro-dancing couples competing for first place in their levels of dance. Social distancing and masks are required at this event as well. Only a limited number of $20 tickets are available, so if you want to check it out and see it, if there are any tickets left, call Joyce Gillette at 352 633-5281. One more time, that's 352-633-5281.
0: And Jill, in our last bit of entertainment news, a popular singing trio is returning this week after taking a hiatus and not just because of COVID-19. The Lollipops will have their first open rehearsal in several months at 2 p.m. Friday at Captiva Recreation Center. You may have heard of this women's vocal harmony group because they perform at events all over town, but they got sidelined for a while because two of the three members were diagnosed with breast cancer within two weeks of each other. What are the odds? Donna Francis and BJ Odendahl are both recovering from treatment and say they are ready to get behind the microphone again with member Melanie Gardner. These rehearsals are open to all residents, but they prefer you reserve a seat now since they need to know how many are planning to attend. So email thelollipops at gmail.com, and that's L-A-L-I-P-O-P-S, to let them know you'll be there. Going forward, they plan to hold the open rehearsals on the third Friday of each month at Captiva. Jill, I know it's only February, but I'm already looking forward to spring, and a springtime tradition in our community is polo. POLO IS NOT STARTING THIS WEEK, BUT SPRING SEASON TICKETS WILL GO ON SALE THURSDAY AT THE VILLAGE'S BOX OFFICE AND THE VILLAGE'S POLO CLUB OFFICE. THE SEASON STARTS MARCH 5TH AND MATCHES WILL BE PLAYED EVERY FRIDAY AND SUNDAY THROUGH MAY 23rd. THIS SEASON YOU HAVE TO BUY YOUR TICKETS IN ADVANCE BECAUSE THEY WILL NOT SELL ANY TICKETS AT THE STADIUM ON THE DAY OF THE MATCH. SO PICK A DATE AND HEAD OUT FOR AN EXCITING AFTERNOON WITH THE HORSES.
1: If you have never been to a polo match before, I definitely recommend it. It's amazing to watch the jockeys and horses perform on the field. Truly a unique experience, and it plays out right here in our own backyard. Winter sports are wrapping up at our local high schools, and teams at the Villages High School and Wildwood Middle High School have done well this year, making it into the postseason. The VHS girls soccer team will host the Region 2 quarterfinals on Tuesday. The VHS boys soccer team will host their Region 2 quarterfinal match on Wednesday. The VHS girls basketball team hopes to get another postseason win at 7 p.m. Tuesday as they host Crystal River in the Class 4A Region 2 semifinals. While the Wildwood Wildcats girls basketball team will host Hawthorne Tuesday in the Region 4 championship game. Hawthorne knocked Wildwood out of the playoffs last season, so this should be a tough game. And after the Villages High School and Wildwood Middle High School, boys basketball teams also won their district titles. They will now host regional semifinal games at 7 p.m. Thursday. And the VHS wrestling team will host the Class 1A District 7 tournament on Saturday. And it's also time to transition into spring sports with the Villages High School baseball team having its first game tomorrow. That's Tuesday, February 16th. I'm so excited for the start of baseball season. Make sure to keep an eye on your Daily Sun Sports section every day to find out when teams are playing and for full coverage of their games and matches. Some of them are still welcoming spectators as long as you wear a mask and social distance. And Jill, we've talked about how the Recreation and
0: Parks Department canceled most of its activities this month, but they will still have the monthly outdoor pet information services and pet adoption event. This one is happening from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Friday at Everglades Regional Recreation Complex. This is when Your Humane Society brings some of its adoptable dogs from the shelter in Lake Panasofke to the villages so residents can come and meet them and maybe find your next forever friend. They also bring photos of the cats they have available currently, so you can check those out. So come out and play with the dogs, and maybe you'll make a post-Valentine's Day love connection. Jill, we have some outdoor events to tell our listeners about now. On Tuesday, the Florida-Friendly Landscaping for New Residence sessions will return to an in-person format after many months of only happening virtually. Two sessions will be offered, one at 9 a.m. at Colony Cottage Regional Rec Complex and the other at 1 p.m. at Rohan. These sessions are led by master gardeners and are geared toward those who are new to gardening in Florida and want to learn how to put the right plants in the right places to have a successful and beautiful landscape.
1: And Holly, the Villages Canoe and Kayak Club will have its February meeting at Lake Myona Park this month, a one-time change from its typical venue of Colony Cottage Regional Recreation Complex. They are meeting at 2 p.m. Tuesday at the Picnic Pavilion to give guided tours of Lake Myona to anyone who brings their own kayaks or canoes. So if that sounds fun to you, you can find the park at 10501 County Road 115, just off County Road 472 in Oxford. And Jill, the Lady Lake
0: Farmer's Market is a fun outdoor event that happens from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. every Tuesday. And this week, the market will move to the Lady Lake soccer fields on Rolling Acres Road. The market is only temporarily moving from its normal spot at Log Cabin Park on U.S. Highway 27441 because of the construction going on there. It is getting intense, and for safety reasons, they decided to move until the road widening project is finished. I live right in that area and it is really a mess right now, but I'm sure it will be worth it when it's all completed and there are three lanes going in each direction. The project involves taking down the overpass that goes over County Road 25 and reconfiguring that whole area where the racetrack is. So avoid that area when you can for the next few months. The traffic pattern is scheduled to change on Sunday according to electronic signs posted at the area right now.
1: Holly, we already talked about how this week marks Fat Tuesday, which means Lent, begins the next day on Ash Wednesday. Normally, that means those who observe go to their church for services to have ashes marked on their foreheads as visible crosses. But this year, of course, COVID-19 is causing changes in everything. Some churches will still have in-person services and some inside and some outside. Others will be online and some will offer both. Several churches are offering drive-through ashes with a long-handled Q-tip that will be changed after each use and will help with social distancing. And some will offer Lent-to-go kits so you can do your ashes yourself. Check with your house of worship because some of these programs are by reservation only, so if you want to participate, you have to save your spot.
0: Jill, a member of the Chapel of Christian Faith, is offering local residents a free workshop this week on how to prepare for and deal with a loved one's death. This is a subject no one really wants to talk about, but the reality is we all need to be prepared for it, no matter our age. Resident Mel Parker has completely prepared for his or his wife's passing, down to things most people don't think about, like how to remove a deceased person's name from a deed. He offers his expertise to others so that you or your spouse don't have to deal with all these administrative issues at a time when you're grieving. This workshop is being offered at 10.30 a.m. Wednesday at the Chapel of Christian Faith on Paradise Drive, and anyone can attend. He promises it isn't a sales pitch of any kind, just helpful tips that he found out on his own journey. I highly recommend going so you can have some peace
1: of mind for yourself and for your loved ones. And Holly, another very useful workshop offered in this community is the VHA's Golf Cart Safety Clinic. And the next one will be at 9 a.m. Wednesday at Savannah Center Regional Recreation Complex. Golf carts are a way of life, but most drivers probably don't know everything they should about their carts and the rules of driving them. Even if you think you do, you'll be surprised at some of the things you will learn. This is also a free workshop and open to anyone who would like some more education about the village's favorite mode of transportation. And Jill,
0: we have a couple of other events to tell our listeners about. The Marion County Public School District is in need of temporary bus drivers, so they're hosting a special job fair from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday at Career Source in Ocala. Applicants must be at least 21, possess a high school diploma or equivalent, and have a minimum 5 years of driving experience. The district wants to immediately fill 20 positions. I know some of our residents like to have part-time jobs and several drive buses for the charter school to sports events and field trips, so someone out there might be interested in this job fair.
1: And Holly, the Villages chapter of the Distinguished Flying Cross Society will host a book signing this weekend for the newly published second edition of Faces of the Distinguished Flying Cross in Central Florida. It will be from 1130 a.m. to 130 p.m., Saturday at the Puddle Jumpers Bar and Grill in Tavares, which is right next to the seaplane port on Lake Dora. It's an appropriate location since this book contains the war stories of several village's resident pilots and others.
0: It's time for this week's interesting story, and this one is tied to an event coming up this week as well. Some of you may be familiar with a national debate series called the SoHo Forum that features topics of special interest to libertarians and usually is held in Manhattan. Well, thanks to the efforts of a Villages high school senior, that forum is leaving New York City for the first time to be held right here in the Villages. Sam Peterson reached out to the SoHo forum more than a year ago to try to bring one of the monthly debates here, and he was convincing enough to get his wish. Most of you know that New York is mostly shut down because of COVID-19 restrictions, and while the organizers of the forum never had any intention to host the debate anywhere else, they have really missed the in-person feedback and energy. Sam says they agreed to have a debate here before COVID hit, but now they are going to have a small series of debates here. The Forum's Chief Operating Officer, Jane Minton, said she was impressed by Sam's initiative in wanting to bring the SoHo Forum to Florida. The first debate is set for Thursday at 5.30 p.m. at the Brownwood Hotel & Spa, and the presenters will be Whole Foods CEO John Mackey and Anne Rand Institute Chairman Yaron Brook. The resolution up for debate is a clearly articulated purpose, consciously embodied by the leadership, should be an essential element in all business organizations, while also enhancing shareholder value. They are hoping for a lot of participation from residents who have a background in business. Ticket prices range from $9 to $18, and if you're interested, you can visit thesohoforum.org to purchase tickets. The audience can participate, and there will be a reception afterward. Jill, it's pretty neat that an 18-year-old is helping to put our community on the map in yet another way. He says he wants students and villagers to come together and witness good, intellectually stimulating, by no means vilifying conversations. The emphasis is on civil discourse and debating cordially. We already have a civil discourse club here, so I have no doubt we'll have a lot of people interested in this event. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com podcasts, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.